Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. Next, we have Michael Crichton, the co-owner of Melbourne Fitness and Performance, located in Footscray, Melbourne. His topic will be junior athlete development. Welcome, Mike. Thanks, Jack. Great to be here, mate. Uh, there we go. Straight off the bat, some volume. That's what we like. We got it going. Got it going. Awesome, mate. Uh, apologies for the listeners. I've, I've had a, it's a new platform. I'm normally using Zoom, so uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, Let's dive in, mate. Take talk us through starting with parents. Tip tips for parents uh, of junior athletes. What are some important things to, to take into account? Yeah, it's a good one, uh, and it's one that you always have to think about uh, when you're running like a facility like ours. Right, uh, you get a lot of kids that come in from the young age of nine years old, and they're going to be with you all the way up until they uh, become professional or semi pro or, or move on from here to. Uh, bigger organizations overseas, wherever it may be. So establishing relationships with parents and sort of collaborating with them in, to- in terms of um, developing that team ethos from the start is really important. So we like to um, make sure that they're integrated into everything that we're trying to achieve with the coaching and training at the facility uh, that carries over into their what they can assist the athlete with at home. Um, I think parents... Parents obviously play a big role because without them, the kids aren't going to be able to chase the goal of becoming an athlete. Uh, the team that they help them set up, the structure they place, and the people that they get to help develop them as athletes is critical. Um, so we always like to sort of like bridge the gap. Um, something that we've done recently is we teamed up with the sporting parent um, and we actually started to use um uh, that network and we ran an event and a night where we uh, used our network to sort of allow parents to try and learn about what it's like to be a parent so um we wish we had all the answers uh as snc coaches but we know that there's people that specialize in that so if you haven't heard of that book look out for it by nathan parnham it's a great book um i know a few others here um push it as well and it's something that will help parents understand what it is that athletes or junior athletes are going through because it's a big time in their life and not all of them make it so and that's okay Um, it's very competitive in the sporting world these days Uh, but what we know that happens from um, I guess developing these routines relationships and healthy lifestyle training and so forth is the confidence factor which I think carries over into whatever it is you do in your career regardless of um, being a whatever it is, you may go into an office job, you may stay in the sports industry, you may become a coach. But I believe that um, what you develop uh, in the team environment and training hard as a junior athlete will help you with whatever it is you choose to do in the future. So um, it is important for parents to understand that they are the role model at home away from the places where they take their kids to learn about the sports, to train um, and to connect with uh, professionals, what we do here at MFP, and to make sure that they actually play part of the role. Um, And it's hard because a lot of parents uh, invest the money into the children and, and the time and effort into them and then don't save any time, effort or money for themselves. 
I'm a big firm believer that uh, they need to lead by example and actually um, have have and help develop these healthy relationships when it comes to everything that we do uh, to build athletes. Oh, that's amazing, mate. Thank, thanks for sharing an insight on on your yeah, behind the scenes what, or, and as well as uh, internally how you guys manage it through education, like you mentioned, with the Sporting Parent, the book, but also um, through getting the parents involved uh, and how important it is to, to lead through actions. Uh, I love that concept. For, for, for the parents listening in, what would be, I guess, some actionable things that you could start with in that in that space what do you think it from, from a role model point of view for, for your job yeah having a healthy relationship with exercise and, and nutrition as well so um you know they're trying to enforce on their kids oh you've got to go do all your training you've got to go to sleep you've got to eat well and things but actually having a healthy relationship with yourself will help with your um child as they're developing because monkey see monkey do they learn from the environment they're in um and it can go a long way to helping them establish the like off the field behaviors, which obviously has a big impact on success with athletes because we know it's the total package. Um, and the more competitive sports getting, the more important it is to establish the off the field behaviors early uh, in the child's development. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect, but it just means you have to be aware, um, be prepared, and then obviously take some time to learn how you can assist uh, all the things that are associated with helping an athlete develop. Because it, at the end of the day, we don't just want to create athletes. We want to create good people in the community. So that's a big part of why we do this. Um, and that comes back to the, I guess, like that team culture community that we create at our facilities to instill those good beliefs and behaviors that carry over into you as a person. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying this episode with Mike Crichton. We're just going to take a quick break to hear a snippet of our interview with Ben Frith, the AFLW High Performance Manager of the St Kilda Football Club. To listen to the full episode, head to episode 24. Here's a snippet. And from a physical point of view, what, what are you've worked in both, so what are the different demands? Obviously, it's, a, it's the same sport, but when it comes to the male and female uh, demands of the game? Do you prepare a female footballer differently to a male uh, or is it the same? Uh, oh, I guess you think principles are, are the same. Um, it's just the specifics. So obviously the male's game goes for longer. They cover more distance. They're covering at higher speeds. Um, and then obviously with the women's game, ACLs are the big yeah. talking point. Um, so yeah, maybe it's... It wouldn't, it's not as different as you maybe think it is. I mean, good training is good training. To hear more from Ben Frith and listen to the whole episode, make sure to scroll to episode 24 on the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Now back to the rest of the Bite Size interview with Mike Crichton. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. For the coaches listening and facility owners, uh, it, it, it is a touchy one, obviously, uh, <clears throat> managing parents of, of the kids that you're training. And like you said, it's a big sacrifice there driving uh, long distances and, and paying good money for their kids. But um, how, how do you go – Have has your experience working with parents in this um, form been uh, over the years? Yeah, I think in the private industry we're, we're quite lucky because it's a choice. Parents can choose to come here. Um, it's not just the local sports team down the road that they um, – have to go to because it's close by and so forth they they kind of had a, a choice to go to facilities like like the high performance facilities that we're seeing these days so um, if you create rapport relationships and develop that sort of like 
it's more than just a coach. You actually start to become a friend, someone who they can ask questions that they um, have, they need they need answers to. Like everyone here, probably sitting here, I, I think we're the only industry in the world in the service industry where it's face to face work where people feel comfortable messaging you after nine pm randomly for checking in with a session, asking a question about this, um, confiding about something. Um, there's something wrong with my kid. Can you help? So I think um, actually being aware of that and, de and developing the relationship with the parent and the athlete, um, that is a bit more than just I'm your coach and that's it, like the local sports team down the road. Uh, mm. Something that uh, we find is um, critical to the growth of our facility. And what about for, for the coaches, mate? Uh, I know you, you've got a lot just, of great coaches underneath you. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't recommend that parents uh, message the coaches after nine often, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I... Uh, Aeroplane mode is for the phone, eh? Absolutely. No, no, of course. But sometimes, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah. That's, a, it's, I guess, with running facilities like this, it's not a institute of sport where they're chosen. It's a place where they're paying to be and, and choosing to go to. Um, in terms of, like, coaches, yeah, I think um, with when it comes to coaches, it's really about building connection. And... Don't be afraid to build connection with young athletes that is sort of like more of a friend coach role as well because um, that will help you to learn more about the person that you're working with and not just the athlete and the sport that you're dealing with. And I think that will then help you later because at the end of the day, this is um, a business that needs to be successful and it, it is driven by um, successful revenue streams. If I can keep an athlete from the age of nine through the entirety of their career, the amount of money that they spend with me is exponential. Uh, and the success of my company. If I can also create that relationship and culture that they feel a part of something that's greater than just uh, somewhere where they go for exercise, they're going to tell their friends, who will tell their friends, who will then tell their friends, and we start to increase our network and opportunity for growth as a facility because at the end of the day, we all want these amazing facilities that cost a lot of money, but we need to be able to establish that um, there, there is some need to really connect and communicate with people because connection is a big thing of what humans are about. And even junior athletes um, want to feel connected, want to feel a part of it. That's what brings them back. So a big thing we have here is it doesn't matter who you train with, it's, it's a team environment. I can be walking around the gym training. I'll talk to everyone's clients. I know um, stuff about them and everyone will connect in that, in that culture. Um, the other one with coaches is uh, you've got to be, um, I guess you've got to be, uh, you've got to be open to everything and you have to be open-minded. Um, it's very hard to be one way focused and to only have one mindset when it comes to um, people and, and behaviors in the industry, because in the private industry, you're going to be confronted with every scenario you can think of. Um, and, it, and obviously that's going to be critical to, 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 uh, to the success of your facility of how you can deal with all the scenarios that you face. And it, obviously it's a huge topic, junior athlete development, but from a physical point of view, what are some key pillars um, that you guys pride yourself on in terms of got athletes that train in your, in your facility? Yeah, good. Um, I just put down here skills pay the bills and – when it comes to junior athlete development, we really want to integrate skills into every training session and we feel that it's a big part of the overall uh, development pathways of fine motor skills that carry over into performance-based athlete training, which is something that sort of we, we want to layer later. It doesn't mean that we're not trying to improve their speed, their jump, 
height or their jump, how far they can jump. Uh, it just means that we want to make sure that we're layering skill development as well. So jumping, landing, sprinting, change of direction, gymnastics, movement enhancement, injury resilience. Um, it's the word we have shifted to as well. Like Chris was saying, we tend to not say prevention because you can't prevent any, everything, but we like to make people as resilient as the, as they can be. And, and always something like uh, you always want to have some sort of challenge um, or something they can strive towards as well because uh, we want to start creating the mindset that at some point in their junior athlete career, they're going to have to flip the switches. Am I just participating or am I actually trying to win? And when that matters – is different for each sport and obviously development, uh, the maturation of the athlete that you have. So it's critical to sort of start to uh, embrace that in the gym-based culture with the things that you are layering in their training um, and not be afraid to to test junior athletes as well. Oh, fantastic, mate. Th- thanks so much for, for jumping on, Mike, and, and presenting on junior athlete development. It's a, a huge area that in Australia – uh, we're doing great things, so thank you for jumping on and sharing your experiences on in the field as well as knowledge, mate. So for those that want to train in your facility, what, what's the best place to get in contact? Yeah, teammfp.com.au is our website, and you can catch us on Instagram at malfitperformance or coachbike underscore MFP, or you can follow any one of our team because uh, at the moment they're all absolutely producing amazing content and social media. Fantastic. Thanks, Mike. Cheers, mate. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content, such as a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian of the Collingwood Football Club. What are things that, that fire you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, I suppose it is... Um, It'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane. And I yep. often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their end of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be. And then game changes, yeah, like game changes whatever that might be. And look, it probably keeps me in a job, but that it does drive me insane because sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes and, you know, and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary, it unravels everything that I've been working with an athlete for. Yeah. Another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Here's an example with academy member Rama Davies, the strength conditioning coach at the Box Hill Hawks. Welcome Rama to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So I'll handle it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent. Thanks, Jack. And yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was, uh, I found it to be really insightful, plenty of gems in there, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my, my question to you was, you spoke a, a, quite a bit about um, perspective during that chat. Um, 
And I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or um, do physically that um, you wish you either knew or did uh, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it, yeah, certainly, yeah, has been massive for me now and, and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is is gratitude. I spend a lot of my mm. time um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts, doing a, a journal every day just a bit to say what I'm grateful for, sort of three things. And um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to, yeah, like reset and, and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about, you know, that there is more to life than football or, you know, might be whatever as an SNC coach, you know, if something's you having a hard time, um, it can be massive with just, yeah, opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that in that work bubble. Um, yeah. So that's that's been huge. Um, I think I wish back then when I was younger, I asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things. Mm. I think I was a bit single-minded back then and, um, you know, I thought there was one way of doing things and um, if I kind of didn't have that fear of, you know, asking a silly question or fear of judgment, it would have got me a lot further and I probably would have learned a lot quicker. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, like just, yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just, yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review, or even share with your mates. The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.